Welcome to Scandinavian Mind Weekly, our show about the current trends and events within business, tech, fashion, design, culture and more, from the Nordic perspective of our team of editors and contributors. Today in the program we get a direct report from Metaverse Fashion Week that recently took place at Decentraland. We look at what legacy institutions like Selfridges, Etro and Dolce Gabbana were doing in this new digital space, as well as the new digital players like the Fabricant, Dematerialized and DressX. Exciting stuff. I'm Conor Olson, Editor-in-Chief and Founder of Scandinavian Mind. And I'm here with my dear colleague Erik Sedin and our Editor-at-Large, Oliver Dahle. Oliver, our man in Italy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. It's exciting to have you here, Oliver. Obviously, a long-time contributor to Scandinavian Mind and even Scandinavian Man before that. I think we've worked together for about five years now. But uh, and uh, and 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 uh, readers of Scandinavian Mind can can recognize your name from from our columns online. But maybe just uh, uh, describe yourself a little bit. Uh, what you do when you're not working from for for Scandinavian Mind? Yes, of course. Um, as you said, we have been working for some time now, and um, it all started when I um, did my bachelor within fashion studies at the Lund University when I started to intern together with you when it was Scandinavian Yeah, we're going way back now. This this is five years ago. Uh, And now you're a professor at the Lund University, the um, lecturer. I wouldn't say professor. Um, Lecturer, uh, the titles are very important in the academic world. So lecturer, I think, is the English title uh, in this. And uh, as you said, I'm based in Italy and more precisely in uh, Florence. Um, here I've been lived for almost three years now. And the reason why I'm living here is because I studied at uh, Polimola, uh, where I did my master's in fashion marketing and communication. And after graduation, which happened during the pandemic, um, me and my girlfriend have stayed to live mm. here. Let's see. So you're really spending your your physical time at the heart of the the fashion industry, where it all was born. I think the first uh, the first fashion runways was actually held in Florence back in the day. Uh, but we're going to take a look at the new frontier of fashion today. Um, you were kind enough to uh, give up a couple of days from your of your weekend recently to visit the uh, Metaverse Fashion Week uh, that recently took place at Decentraland. Obviously, uh, listeners of this podcast know this is a space that we've been covering uh, ferociously the past uh, year and uh, the upcoming or the new print issue, uh, uh, the issue three of Scandinavian Mind is totally focused on the digital fashion. And I really feel like had we sent to print just a few weeks later, we naturally have included this report from from the Metaverse Fashion Week. But I I, I wanted to sort of dedicate this whole episode to uh, this report. There is a written report that you have done uh, titled, We Visited Metaverse Fashion Week So You Don't Have To kind of tongue-in-cheek. So I really wanted to have you on the show uh, for the listeners to to hear what you experienced and, and, and your takeaways from it. So maybe just set this up. What, what, what kind of event is this, really? And, and uh, how did you get into it? 
Yeah, first how I got into it. We can start with that. Um, I think it was announced earlier this year, like UNXD and Decentraland will like launch this Metaverse Fashion mm. Week. And when the news broke out, no one really knew what is going to happen. What will this be? Is this needed? And, you know, all these mm. things. Um, I also went back to an earlier podcast episode when you talked about this. And, like, I think you asked yourself, like, oh, what will this be? And will people go there? Um, will this just be, a, like, a YouTube clip or something? I don't remember the exact phrase. <laughs> exactly. um, so, so I think that was maybe, like, the starting point when I first, like, heard mm. about it. And... As many, I was quite skeptical. And um, when was that? Like one week, two weeks ago, you started to see like this brand will show, this brand will be there. It became more and more news about it. And it became sort of a buzz around the whole Metaverse fashion mm. week. And um, um, yeah, I got quite intrigued because as I wrote in the piece, um, I've like reported on this whole digital fashion trend, um, like read a lot about it, um, all the NFTs brands are creating and minting and selling for enormous amount mm. of money. But I never really like engaged in it with it personally because I don't know. Um, I don't know about you guys, if you do it regularly or like follow, buy NFTs, engage in metaverse worlds or anything like that. I guess but professionally, yeah. we've been speaking about it for quite some time now. Uh, I've only dipped my toes in like the central land and stuff, uh, but not so much on my like... Uh, it's been strictly professional my relationship with well that's definitely our, our perspective here and and we we you know have done immense cover, coverage of it but it, it's not the same thing as to be so uh, personally engaged and i haven't been into uh, any of, of these uh, 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 metaverses, as you call them, and Decentraland is obviously one of the most uh, you know prominent metaverses out there. Uh, so that's kind of why I thought this was exciting, and and the approach that you had or that we had when when covering this story is really sort of sending our reporter to the fashion week, uh, you know, similar to uh, sending someone to a physical fashion week in Paris or or or, or similar. So really. Uh, Having you uh, go to all these events, uh, as, as, uh, you know, you know, entering this space and de dedicating quite a lot of your time, uh, obviously uh, for you physically in front of the computer uh, down in Florence, but uh, digitally and mentally in this metaverse. And and just a note that I, I you know, it's it, it was really fascinating to see, as you mentioned, that. You know, after announcing the Fashion Week, and I think we talked about this in in our podcast episode when 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 the announcement came, that you know, saying something is a Fashion Week gives it immediately kind of a an official aura, and uh, you know, as we know in the startup world, being first is is key here. So I think there is something to the fact that Decentraland has sort of uh, own they're owning this space. Is is that your sense too, that they're, they're kind of uh, uh, grabbing a hold of, of this term fashion week? Or maybe will we see like a sandbox fashion week perhaps? 
Yes and no. Um, because I made an interview with David Cash um, earlier this week. He is the head of a company called Cash Labs, which organized the Cash Labs Gallery, mm-hmm. which was a sort of um, NFT art show with a lot of fashion brands. And um, they had a film screening with Show Studio and so on during the Metaverse Fashion Week. But he also was the curator of the Metaverse Fashion Week mm-hmm. as a whole. And he explained to me that um, the organization behind this Metaverse Fashion Week shows the name Metaverse Fashion Week because in the future they will see or they hope that this will um, develop to become several Metaverse spaces um, like joining in together. Um, Because worth mentioning here is that um, Decentraland is an open metaverse space. It doesn't keep you in uh, Decentraland. Right. Um, you can click on links and then come to other spaces, and you can come to other Web three spaces, other Web two spaces. Mm. Um, for example, during Metaverse Fashion Week, I was at. I don't know how many platforms. I was on Discord, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I listened to a Twitter Hangout or what it was called for the first time. Um, YouTube, you know, you're just like being passed around the whole internet. Of course, I also was at OpenSea and different marketplaces where all these things are sold. Uh, So to answer that question, um, it depends like how the development will be uh, in this. But so it, it, um, it sounds really like they're really taking this whole uh, official Metaverse Fashion Week uh, concept seriously. They want to include other metaverses. They want it to be a sort of communal event for, for the whole uh, community. Yes, definitely, mm, definitely. Exciting. And this is also the thing, how they like everyone's, a VIP in the metaverse, I think it was marketed mm. as such. And so, yeah, they really want to try to connect like Decentraland, Somnium Space, Sandbox, and that maybe in a future, a future fashion week will be like uh, consecutively at all these mm. platforms. Um, take, for example, Gucci, they announced that they will be on Sandbox and um it feels like a very official collaboration between those two. And so, yeah, I think in the future, or I hope that in the future, uh, the Metaverse Fashion Week will be on all these spaces um, at the same time, and not that we will have 10 different Metaverse Fashion Weeks. Mm. I don't know, because that (laughs) doesn't really make sense. really interesting. Because, of course, you can have the Fortnite uh, Fashion Week or the Sandbox Fashion Week and the Centraland Fashion Week. And we've seen those kind of already. This is real. That's really cool that David Cash told you that. Mm. From your experience, too, how you were sent around to all these places. Mm. Also, like you said, you were sent around to these like Web2 places, mostly. I guess Instagram, Twitter. You know, They're still kind of in the need for these old school or whatever places. They're not really completely depending on themselves. Well, that, oh, that 
it needs on needs on pull. I think that it just feels yeah. natural to me that you know if you go to a physical fashion week, you see everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> like on the phone scrolling Instagram uh, simultaneously as they're they're watching the, the physical <laughs> yeah. show. So yeah, yeah. so the fact that a, a sort of a Web three yeah. fashion week also take uh, take use of uh, Web Web two platforms only seem natural. Uh, but so continue explaining a little bit what's what what is the situation here? How how does this work? And maybe start with the fact that you. Uh, had to pick out your own uh, wonderful uh, little avatar, uh, and and I think we should link this in in uh, the perhaps even having it as a cover. I think we have it as a cover on the on the uh, uh, article online, but we should do it for the for the podcast as well. And there's a wonderful uh, sort of carousel post that you put on your own Instagram with your an image of yourself physically in Florence. Uh, with a striped shirt, and then your digital avatar, which you had somehow constructed. Uh, so th- tell us about that. I think that was a lovely detail. Yeah, so that was like one of the first things I did when entering Decentraland. And uh, um, yeah, so then you start to like, oh, what what will I look like? How, what does my eyes look like? What sort of mouth do I have? And skin tone, everything. Um, but then it was time to, to like choose uh, the clothing. And um, like working with fashion, um, the metaverse have been seen as like, oh, this will open up all the endless op- um, possibilities mm-hmm. to do like... Mm-hmm whatever you want, you could be whoever you want to be, like uh, only your imagination could um, um, set the limits here. But um, so I started and like, "Mm, this was a nice shirt. Well, maybe a pair of jeans wouldn't be so bad. And like, well, the spring is coming. So maybe I pick a sort of like summery sandals. (laughs) And then I entered Decentraland and thought like, shit, this is me in real life. (laughs) Like, (laughs) This is me. So, do you feel like you 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 were not expressive enough that you did sort of like a that the first iteration of you in an avatar was too similar to your your physical style that you should have been more? I mean, I've seen pictures of people with sort of dragon wings and stuff like that. That's really sort of far out there, <laughs> and obviously stuff that uh, you you uh, uh, can't do in, in in physical life. It's something that you can do in the in the metaverse space. Yeah. I thought like, oh, this is a nice, sleek outfit, which could work for a fashion week. But when entering the central and you see all these like, I don't know, people walking around with a skull, like, as you said, wings, clothes that are glowing. (laughs) Maybe they have a fleeting pet on their shoulder or I don't know. Uh, So, yeah, in the Decentraland context, I was... um, Maybe not the most appropriate. Could I um, could I just ask, like, to, for an, like a nerdy tech level, when you were designing, how much things, how many clothes could you choose? Could you choose the color and the fit, and or were you impressed by like their catalog, their portfolio? Not impressed. There was a lot of options, but um, mm. I couldn't really like um, customize them or anything. Um, okay. But there was quite some options but also um worth noting here is that when i entered i didn't really have any wearables myself or anything because you're you're supposed to obtain them from like either buying them or 
can be gifted or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was an experience to see like what people look like in the metaverse. So talk about how, because so, so from there, entering the space, I mean, obviously there was a schedule with different events at different times, like any other uh, fashion week. So how did you interact with the, the other uh, visitors or, or uh, you know, uh, you know, avatars in the in the fashion week yeah so um there wasn't that much of interaction uh i must say because you have this um i would like to call it in game mm. chat but it's not really a yeah. game in that sense but you get my mm. point um where people could write and everything but People didn't really interact with each other. It was much more like statements. Oh, wow, cool, to the moon, Uh, let's go. (laughs) Or like just asking, um, how do I see this um, movie? Um, What is this? Um, Where am I? (laughs) Why is this black? And, you know, some some confusion going on. When do... Yeah, a lot of confusion. And I think that's understandable because uh, many people like me were there for the first Mm. time. So, and I guess a lot of people isn't really um, used to being in these uh, these spaces Mm. at all. Um, Me, for example, I have been like, when I grew up, I have been playing like, RuneScape, Zelda, Habo Hotel, and everything. And it's very similar to these like old virtual worlds in that sense. Mm. Like you walk around, you could interact with people. Um, you could do your own thing if you want to. You could just like run around or whatever. And so to me, like having that knowledge of the old virtual worlds, um, it was quite easy. But for some, I guess it's very much a new thing, being an avatar on your computer. But like, what should you do? Where do you go? Like, what, what is the point mm. of it? You know? Of course. Um, but so, yeah, the interaction part is very, like, uh, it really didn't exist. Mm. Um, so talk about some, talk about some, some of the... Tried, like, yeah. Talk about some of the events that happened then. Uh, you know, but you know, as you mentioned, for this, take the Selfridges uh, store opening, for instance, that was uh, scheduled on, um, I think it was a Wednesday uh, last week, or the week before that. Uh, how, how does a thing like that happen in a metaverse like Decentraland uh, in a physical space? You, you log in with your avatar, you walk there, or you end up there somehow, click, click, click yourself into this space. Uh, explain it and kind of describe it in detail because I, I really want to wrap my head around how this uh, works and what happens as opposed to a, I know, whatever, you know, everyone can understand a physical store opening. We've all seen uh, sort of uh, Zoom versions of it during the pandemic. We've seen a video version of a, of a, of a physical opening. This is a completely digital one. Uh, how does it work? Well, so from the exact beginning, you could either like just go into um, Decentraland and then you will end up at uh, Genesis 
plaza, I think it's called, which is like the center of the central mm. end. And from here, you could like go wherever you want, let's see. Um, and the, which you could do through the map, you see all the locations or whatever. Uh, but the most convenient way to do this, especially during Metaverse Fashion Week, was to go to the Decentraland events page. And then you could like click on the event and then you get the coordinates to the event and just get located there right away. And then you just like um, pop up in this uh, uh, location and... Um, so take, for example, the Selfridge opening. Uh, then I popped up in a space like a field or something. Um, didn't see quite a lot. But then I turned around and then there was like this huge Selfridge store right in front of me. And it was, I think the Selfridge store itself was really cool. Um, um, and they tried to resemble their... A physical store in Birmingham, I think mm. it was, and I think they have made a really good job on that one, especially on the outside, like really cool architectural work. So uh, then I um, walked there, um, was greeted in the door by some store assistant or something like, "Welcome, glad to see you here. Um, hope you have fun in the store or something." Um, then I took the elevator to the top floor, got some information like this is what we are showing and everything. And then you could just walk around, see the NFTs and yeah. And yes, the Selfridge store opening was quite empty. It was like me and three or four people there right. when I was there. So it felt, uh, yeah, so it was not the like a party mood or something. It was very, I don't know, sad in that sense. Uh, do you have and, a sense that the Selfridges did this only for the Fashion Week and, uh, and they want kind of like, as you know, as with any Fashion Week, it's a PR event and you want to get, you know, excitement and, and uh, uh, people talking about it or uh, will they do stuff? Was there any talk about doing stuff in the long term, using this space for, for other events or, you know, engaging consumers or, or, or as such? Mm, I don't know about Selfridges in detail, but what they have did, done is that they have bought like land in Okay, so that's land. kind of a long-term in, like investment. They, exactly. Um, other brands more like co-op, with like organizations that already own land in the central land and open up like shopping streets or sort of malls or as I mentioned earlier galleries and things like this uh, so I think there is a clear distinction between the uh, players that buys their own mm. land and the ones that just like gets invited to take part of this so maybe we should jump to the runways because there were actually, uh, as with any fashion week, runway shows. So what what does a digital digital runway look like? Uh, I think Etro was one of the brands doing doing uh, runways. Mm. 
Yeah, so as I mentioned with the organizations that uh, set up um, Shopping Street, uh, one of these were the uh, UNXD that uh, had a luxury fashion district. Mm. And they had also made like a sort of futuristic runway space there, which was huge. It was like compared to other buildings I saw, it was like 10 times a regular house or something. Um, But uh, yeah, so in that space, they held uh, the runway shows, um, the brands that cooperated with uh, UNXD. And one of these was Etro, it was uh, Dolce Gabbana, The Fabricant, Dundas, I don't know. And maybe some more. I might be missing someone here. But, uh, yeah. Um, so you, you get to that space, take a, a seat, or you really don't because everyone's standing. And um, um, all the shows started exactly at the time um, they were scheduled. Very di- very dissimilar from a traditional fashion week where the shows always start too late. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And this was a shock to me because the first uh, show was Dolce Gabbana and I was like five minutes late and I thought, oh, no, it's, it, it won't be any problem because, you know, it will start in like 20 minutes. No, it didn't. So when I got there five minutes late, um, it was already in full bloom. And... Um, that was kind of sad because the shows are very short as well. So I saw maybe four looks or something and then it was over. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like I wrote in the piece that um, there was one user writing in the chat. And I think this is has to do with like the confusion thing. Like the user wrote, um, what is the point with these shows? <laughs> or like, what is the yeah. point of this? And honestly... I don't know either because um, it went on so quick. You couldn't really see anything. Um, Maybe like the graphics were lagging or something. So um, yeah, the runway shows were like... um, yeah. Well, talk about the, the, the actual really fashion see. that was displayed. And, and, and I'm wondering if there's a lost opportunity to actually do something that's uh, you know, enters into maybe like a, a, a version of the physical runway show. Uh, because I see some of the brands, I think Tommy Hilfiger actually showed f- real physical clothes or, or like images or, or I don't know what, videos or something of uh, real models with, with like a uh, physical uh, clothes uh, shot, like a physical uh, lookbook. Uh, but, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking like metaverse uh, concept one of the you know uh, biggest uh, um, reasons for doing it is, of course, you can gather people from all around the world at, at one same place. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that you have to show the digital uh, garments. So what, what, what was the balance there? They did. I've seen actually also the true digital, you know, iterations of Dolce Gabbana and, and Etro. But what was the balance there? Hmm. I th- do you mean like brands showing digital or showing physical clothing? Yeah, exactly. What was the, the, the because some showed obviously physical clothing and some showed digital avatar clothing. 
Yeah, I think most of the things I saw in Decentraland was uh, either digital clothing or digitized versions of physical clothing. Um, So most of the things you see are quite digital Mm. in that sense. Uh, And one other thing I reflected upon when uh, visiting Metaverse Fashion Week was how... um, because there was after parties in the metaverse, and these metaverse after parties uh, often collaborated with a DJ or musician mm. or anything. And some brands um, just had like a live stream from a DJ studio or the DJ's living room or something. So you saw like the physical DJ at a screen DJ. And this felt like, I don't know. Uh, and I think maybe this is the metaverse experience. What is real? What isn't? Um, but like all these cartoonized avatars standing in this cartoonized, cartoonized space watching a DJ, um, which is physical. I don't know. It felt like, why are we doing this? What <laughs> it doesn't sound like the most fun party to me. Uh... But it's interesting that no, the fact that they're actually but, showing digital, uh, uh, like avatar fashion, it it show. I think that shows the amb- ambition for this, and the the uh, you know because it's, I I would assume you can you can you could view this as as a digital version of getting together and and marketing uh, in sort of the physical brand or the physical clothes, and the other way to look at it is to actually market the the avatar, uh, uh, you know, clothes, avatar garments to be used in the central land or other metaverses. So uh, that seems interesting that they have that uh, ambition. Yeah, definitely. And um, as on other fashion weeks, um, there was a lot of like panel talks, mm. like discussing the future. Yeah. And um, in one of the panel talks, Tommy Hilfiger participated and he talked a lot about like the opportunities of the metaverse. How will this what are the opportunities? How will it develop? Um, and as you all may know, Tommy Hilfiger is one of the frontiers when it comes to like digital fashion and uh, all these mm. things. They have been in, I don't know if you guys could help me, but I think they've been in Roblox or yeah. participated in a lot yeah. of games and things. Um, so they have been very early in this. And well, as he said, he sees this as the future, but the like um, uh, the big major challenge is maybe to have connect the metaverse or like the digital world with the future. How will this lead to people doing things in the physical world? Or how could a physical world lead to the digital? Like connecting these to become a sort of metaverse in which we live both physically and digitally. And I and I agree with that. Like, how could you make people being in Decentraland and then maybe have, I don't know, activations in the physical world? Um, or that things that happening in Decentraland is 
reflected in the physical. Do you get this point? Yeah, sure. sure. I mean? I, it's, it's interesting to hear. I mean, Tommy Hilfiger, is a, as a brand and as a designer, he's always been sort of, you know, quick to pick up on current trends and finding collabs with, you know, they're not so, so, so much creating pop cultural events as sort of piggybacking on, on everything that, that that's happening. And it's, it's fun to hear, uh, you know, 71-year-old, uh, you know, the designer, uh, founder of the brand, talking about that this is this is the future. Uh, uh, it's super interesting, but I guess it's anyone's guess where this will land, right? And how how the use cases are going to to uh, play out. Yeah, and I've I've also talked about how uh, I know specifically Tommy Jeans, like the streetwear brand or the jeans brand. They've been they've been on Roblox, like I said, Oliver. They've also been on Animal Crossing, so they're no stranger to this. They were kind of early in all of this. So, and I've talked about this before, how streetwear and street culture usually ties together with youth culture, I guess. You know? And, you know, people that are, you know, into street culture and hip-hop and stuff, they are usually also gamers or they grew up, if they're Gen Z or millennials, also have a digital presence. So, I think with these kind of brands, like Tommy Hilfiger, streetwear, Tommy Jeans, I think for me it kind of makes a bit more sense than Gucci, for example. At least when talking about organic, hands-on things, hands-on skins and stuff. Yeah, definitely. But um, speaking about Gucci and like tying the metaverses together, um, I'm on the Gucci Vault Discord, and some days ago they announced that, like, um, or they sent out an invitation that um, all the people that bought this NFT drop will be invited to this secret event in LA at this date. And so a lot of like the building community thing uh, around it. And I think this is like what the metaverse is about. How can we get people uh, being in the digital space, but then connect them to um, the physical space. And I think by doing so, uh, as a brand, you could build like super strong and many brand ambassadors in these spaces. Like they are very much living the brand to the fullest. Um, so if brands could find this like um, key or recipe to blend these worlds together, I think that will be very, very important mm. because otherwise it will just be a... Uh, a game or like you know two different things yeah, uh, yeah and, and in yeah. in the article you mentioned the, the sort of the technical difficulties and and even uh, the curator david cash uh, you know he kind of uh, admits this and i guess it's easy we're sitting here talking about it and it's, it's easy to kind of laugh at this new situation and and we have this sort of cartoonish uh, environment um, but there's a reason we're, we're covering this and, uh, you know, we, we do see a future for, for this. And I'm just curious about your own personal reflections. You're living there in the uh, one of the most, uh, you know, classic fashion cities on earth, uh, uh, really at the heart of, of the old school physical fashion industry. What has been your own reflection upon now uh, covering this, but also now experiencing this uh, Metaverse Fashion Week? Do you think this is the future? Or is it just some kind of fad that, that, will, that will go over? Like <clears throat> before Metaverse Fashion Week, I would say I've been, I don't want to say I would have been negative about the Metaverse and digital fashion, but I've thought, mm, 
maybe it had its peak maybe it will be as a marketing trick or like yeah in five years we will have forgotten about all about mm. it but now when like visiting these spaces uh, heard people talk about it um and experienced it myself like fully um i really think it won't change like the fashion system or the fashion industry at large. It won't, but it very much will be like an add-on or a development of the fashion industry. And um, as um, fashion designers are being educated to like develop digital fashion, um, younger people, which is more digital native, will become part of the fashion industry. I think. We will see new solutions, more creative solutions at this. Um, so, yeah, I think if we speak about metaverse and digital fashion at large, mm. um, I think it very much has a place in the fashion industry. Yes. Interesting to hear. We're going to wrap it up, Oliver. Uh, I really want to thank you for, for dedicating so much of your time in, into writing this article and now uh, sharing your experiences with us here. Uh, maybe as an end note, uh, you know, obviously uh, we uh, need to push and plug our uh, new print issue, Scandinavian Mind issue three, which focuses a lot on these new concepts of digital fashion. Our, one of our cover stories is with uh, Kerry Murphy of The Fabricant. He really talks about an, an emerging new digital fashion industry. So his point of view is this is definitely happening. And uh, in of course, in his sort of evangelical point of view, it's going to be bigger than the physical one. Uh, if he is right, it's it's anyone's guess. We'll definitely keep covering this. But just as a, as a side note, as an end note, just to pick up on what you just said, Oliver, um, and, and uh, we could tease here a little bit uh, that we will be continuing our coverage. We are working on a new or, uh, or a dedicated report on the digital fashion system that will be launched later this year. Uh, but you're also looking into the educational system and you are a lecturer yourself, um, you you find this fascinating. I know you're working on a on a bigger story about the the how uh, the the fashion schools uh, of the world is handling this this topic. Can you can you can you tease anything about this and maybe just the the uh, the setup for this article that you're working on? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been thinking a lot about like within the tech world and like this digital fashion world everything is happening at such a mm. pace everything's happening it's like a new thing mm. each week and um i think for a lot of people and brands it could be hard to like keep up at this pace and um so coming from like the academic world uh, studied for many years and now uh, working with it that's a world which is not very quick in that sense things take time to adapt you really it needs to go through different instances and etc so i thought like how are fashion schools and fashion design schools um adapting these technologies and like do they think this is the future or uh, just a fad that will um, go away and um, yeah um, all, all the schools and um, institutions I've talked to um, 
the views are very, very different from each other. Some are very adaptive and some, uh, let's say, are not. I think it's reflecting also, like, if you look at the industry as a whole, you know, um, just take the luxury industry and look at LVMH on one side and carring at the other. Like. Uh, two very different views, and uh, I really look forward to your coverage on how the uh, the fashion educational system is, is tackling this. Uh, we need to wrap up now. Uh, uh, Oliver Dale, our editor-at-large from uh, Florence, Italy, thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts. Uh, uh, we have been here with Eric Sedin, our junior editor, who's also the editor of this show. Uh, don't forget to sign up to our newsletter. Visit scandinaviamind.com slash newsletter not to miss out on any upcoming stories and events. Uh, this has been great, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.